Hello, hello, and welcome to Divine Links Ministries. I am Lee Massey. And I am DA. And today we're going to be talking about things that cause us you to pray. And we're in Jonah chapter 2. And so I'm going to pray quickly and we're going to get started. God, we just come before in Jesus' name, thanking you for an opportunity to spend time in your word, thanking you for blessing us with another beautiful day. We ask you that you just come with your Holy Spirit and just give us wisdom on what we say, that you will be glorified in, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. So um, back in, so we're in cha- Jonah chapter 2. And uh, so we were talking, we were saying, what things, uh, we were going to list some things that force, forces us to pray. So looking at Jonah's life, if you look in um, in chapter 2, the first thing that we were saying was, it was what? Yeah, affliction. Affliction causes us to pray. Uh, the first thing he said is, he said, um, I um, cried, let's see, um, hold on. He said, uh, I cried out of my distress to the Lord. And uh, he answered me, and he I cried for help from the depths of Sheol, and he heard my cry. You know, for you cast me into the deep. Uh, so I think that anytime we're going through um, things that cause us to pray, whether it's losing a job, uh, a illness, um, uh, whatever it is, it's going to cause us somehow to pray. Uh, so if we're not, uh, you know, close to God, when you go through things like that, you get close to God. Exactly. And I think and I think the thing is that we have to stay consistent with our relationship with God. And that way, when things like that come, we sometimes God warn us in advance of things that like that that's going to come our way. And we're ready and we're equipped to be able to, to go through that um, smoothly, you know, and not with uh, panic and fear and all that. Amen. Amen. And so I think that that's the key thing. I think we have to stay consistent with God. Uh, and that way he'll warn us of things that are to come, you know. Um, and so I, I, I think that you're right. Afflictions, like like Jonah, it was afflictions that caused him to. to. But, uh, it's, uh, but I like the fact that he said God heard me. And I, the key thing is God, when we, even when we're, we're doing we're in disobedience, because Jonah was in blatant disobedience to what God told him to do. But yet when he cried out to God, you know, in, um, uh, God heard him. And I really believe he had a heart of repentance whenever he cried out to God. Um, so, so I think that that's when God, whenever we're in disobedience, when we repent, God's right there to uh, snatch us back up. I mean, the love of God is just amazing. And we, it's just, we don't understand that love that he has for us. And I think we get so into thing, thinking that God is, you know, against us, but he's actually for us. But sometimes our lives is against him. Exactly. That that's good. Yeah, because our lives are, and sometimes we when we're walking in disobedience and in our own uh, desires, you know. And uh, another thing is um, that causes us to pray is uh, like you walking in our own desires, because God will, uh, God gives us, you know, you know, you the thing that you um, desire, because He said He'll give you desires of your heart. And uh, Jonah, his desire was to get far away from God, and so God's like, Oh, you want to get far from me? I can take you as far as you need to go. And so that when that fish came, it took him way under. It took him under the, in the depths of the sea. So it took him down, uh, which is amazing to me that, it, you know, it took him, um, that fish took him way down into the, you know, uh, into the depths of the sea that was far away from God. And that's why he said, I cried from hell, you know. 
because he realized I'm so far away from him. I wanted it. I got it. I don't like it. <laughs> exactly. And I think that's the <laughs> key thing that we, sometimes we want, you know, we, our desires are not meshed with, you know, are just totally opposite of what God wants for us. But God, he will like say, okay, I'll give it to you. You want it? I'm going to give it to you and show you what it's going to, you know, that you really don't need that. And, um, uh, if you, uh, he, then he said, God, you cast me into the deep. You know, I was cast out of your sight. You know, in verse three and four, he talked about that he was cast out of God's sight. And he said, even I, in verse six, he said, I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. And I was thinking about that. I was like, wow, he went low. And, you know, like well, I was in the Coast Guard. And if you went down too far, too fast, you would get the bends. So you would die because you're, you know, I think it was your oxygen and your veins would collapse or something like that. I'm not probably not saying it right, but yeah, because we, we pulled up people um, out of the water that had the bends because they, they um, were down below the water um, looking at stuff and they forgot and they didn't, wasn't, wasn't watching their tank and they ran out of oxygen. And so they were trying to come up too quick. You have to come up and surface a while, come go up further and so. So, but he was in a um, a well or not a well, I don't know what it was, a big fish, and it went way down. So I mean, he would, in normally he wouldn't have made it anyway because he would have got the bends going down too fast and, or coming up too fast. So that was amazing that God, you know, even in that He sustained him. You know, even in the midst of all this, God sustained him and kept him. And again, mercy, the mercy of God is amazing. Amen. And, um, but I remember also my sister, like example would be, um, like I remember my sister, her friend, she was wanting to date. She was dating a guy that was not a Christian. And then he started coming to church with her because he said, you know, he wanted to marry her. And, you know, she's not, you're not a Christian. So he starts going to church and so she really wanted to be married and like she was in her 40s early 40s so you know it's like hey i'm getting old i want to get married and you know um uh you know and so my sister was saying no i don't think you should get married you know he's not a christian because looking at his life you can tell he was not a christian but she was like well he says he is and you know uh, and then she would not listen and my sister was like no you know i'm just telling you don't make the mistake i can see things you know because she was showing seeing like a lot of times when you're on the outer, you can see outside, you can see what's going on, you know. But she was so into wanting to get married. She wound up getting married, had the worst marriage for two years. Was it a year? What was a year? I think they stayed married a year because it was her desire. She wanted to get married so bad. She got her desire of her heart and she realized that was not what she needed. And um, so that that's another example of, you know, God, give me desires of your heart. You want it, you can have it, but I'm going to show you it's not the, it's not what you really need. Yeah, uh, yeah. And another uh, one, when, you, when I was thinking, I was thinking about my friend. He wanted a, a big SUV. I mean, that's just something he wanted. And I was telling him, I said, you know, that's a lot of gas because gas prices had went up, uh, was up really high like it is now. And um, he was like, uh, you know, nah, you know, like he thought I was, you know, I don't know what, what he thought, but... Um, he went and got the SUV, and he, he came to my house and told me to come outside and look at it. I'm like, wow, it's nice. Um, at the same time, I'm like, there's a lot of gas in that SUV. He had a big SUV. Um, but uh, uh, later on, when he uh, about two weeks later, he called me and he said, hey, you know that car in your garage, that two-seater car? He, can, I, can I buy that? 
because I wasn't driving it, but I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm gonna keep that for later, you know, uh, it's, but he was like, oh, man, this car, this car is, I have to pay so much money a, a week just to go back and forth to work, uh, but I was like to myself, well, you know, I told you, you know, but I think a lot of times we think we need stuff that we don't need, and I think we have to go to God with, uh, when we're making decisions every day. Exactly. Every day we need to go God. Just making like, even like, you know, um, it's just being able to be sensitive to what God is saying and, and, and to wonder why do I want this? Is it so that I can be glorified or so God can be glorified? And I think the key thing is we have to realize it's not about, this life is not about us. It's about him. And he wants to give us so much. It's not like he wants to withhold any good thing from us, but he just wants us to be able to, I think it's a process. It's something we want to jump jump you know steps and just you know be um here today and you know uh a millionaire tomorrow and um god sometimes god will put us through steps so we can learn through everything we go through we're learning and we're growing and we're realizing more and more it's not about us it's about him exactly and and i think another uh reason is you know uh that we go through um we that forces us to pray is uh we faint, you know, uh, fainting. Sometimes uh, we get, um, you know, we get weary, get discouraged, get disappointed, and um, and then it causes us to pray. And the Bible says uh, in Galatians six nine, it says, "And let us not get weary in doing well, for in due season we will reap if we faint not." So I just read all of that though. But uh, in Galatians six nine, it said we we like. Uh, I think Jonah got weary in doing well, and he fainted. And he's like, I'm not doing it anymore. And uh, you can't just stop, you know. You got to trust God all the way through it. You know, you guys, when God says something, you, you complete it. You don't just stop and say, I ain't doing it anymore. Yeah, that's true. And also 2 Corinthians 4, 16, it says, For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. So... We, we we don't, we can't give up. We can't faint. We got to keep pressing. No matter how hard it gets, no matter how rough it gets, we press. And, that, and like you say, pressing, uh, fainting causes us to pray. And we have to take one day at a time so we're not overwhelmed. Yeah, exactly. And uh, even in uh, David, you know, when he's going through all that stuff, in Psalms 27, 13, he said, I had fainted lest I believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And I think whenever you're getting, just remember that God's going to, you're going to see uh, God's goodness if you don't think, give up. Just don't give up and you'll see it. Yes, amen. Amen. Also, when you think about um, things that cause us to pray, is we're at a low point in our life. We're at a low point and it's so low that all you can do is look up. As Jonah was like in the, when he was in that uh, well's belly, uh, that, in the belly of the fish, he realized that, um, that I had nowhere to look what up. I mean, he had nowhere else to go. What could he do? <laughs> he, so he knew God sometimes, sometimes will bring us to a place where we have to look up to, 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 to grab, to realize who he is and how awesome he is and that he is for us. He's not against us. And when he's telling us to do something, it's because of his love. His love for his love was for those the people that he was taking, bringing them, taking them to, but he didn't want to, you know? You know, he didn't want to talk to those people. He didn't want to deal with them. And um, 
And I just really believe that with Jonah also. Jonah, um, at this point, he wanted the mercy of God to save him, you know? He said he cried out to God because, because he was wrong. And God was trying to get him to talk to the people in, um, in Nineveh about what they were doing and to cry out to the him. Do you know what I mean? He wanted the mercy of God that he didn't want for the people that God was sending them to. And God will show us a lot, of t- a lot of times when we get ready to judge somebody and talk about people, God begin to show us us and let us know, you need my mercy just like they do, you know? And, um, but I, I think that true repentance, repentance releases the wrath of God off our lives. So God, you know, so God can, you know, um, use us. And I think that God uh, wants us to be quick to forgive because God is so quick to forgive us and he's ready to forgive us anytime we call on his name. He's ready to forgive us and uh, to put us back on the right path, you know. But I think that um, that when you, when you, we were talking about things that take, also things that take us from the presence of God is that, is that money and, you know, unsaved uh Friends, because the Bible says, "Don't be unequally yoked too." Yeah, right. And Jonah, uh, yeah, so that Jonah went with them. You know, like if you look at the uh, in chapter one, when he talks about, uh, and Jonah didn't want to ran from the presence of the Lord, and he went down to the ship with them. Them are the 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 people that was going the opposite direction of God. And if you go with them, the opposite direction of God, you're always going to run into a problem. And that's what Jonah did. He ran into that storm because he went opposite. So when you're unequally yoked, like you said, you know, it's going to cause a lot of problems. And because uh, they're not going the same path you're going. And Jonah got on the ship going the opposite direction. If you get on a, in, on a path going the opposite direction that the, uh, the sinners are going, you're going to run into a lot of storms. You're not going to be able to progress or pro- uh, move forward till you get back in uh uh, back to where God wants you to be. Exactly. Exactly. So I think that a lot of, uh, so looking at Jonah, we can learn a lot from our lives. And I just think it's amazing how that we have to um, constantly realize that God, we want mercy and we got to learn to give mercy. You know what I'm saying? If we want, we want that mercy. We have to give that mercy because guess what? We're going to need it from God one day. And we want to know that God is uh, there to to uh, hear us and to deliver us because guess what we're giving mercy to others we're not trying to say you don't deserve it but I deserve mercy but you don't you know so no we all need it and daily we have to trust God to get us through it so get us through all these those times so anyway so anything else yeah um well that should wrap it up actually because uh we're not going into three quite yet. So we just want you guys to know that um, that we have to um, constantly stay in, in the relationship with God that God wants us to have. You know, that relationship where we're uh, constantly being obedient to what he's telling us to do. To constantly uh, uh, check our hearts and what our desires are. Make sure our desires are his desires. and matches. No matter how good they look, if they're not his desires, we're not going to progress. We're going to keep going back and going through storms, going through tribulations and trials because we're not in right relationship with them. 
and uh, that we shouldn't uh, faint. Don't get weary in doing uh, well, because in due season you'll reap if you faint not. Amen. And then when you get to also when you get to the um, the low point in your life, just make sure you keep looking up. Just know God's right there, and He is so merciful. When you ask for forgiveness, He's right there to forgive you and get you back on the right path. Amen. All right, guys. So I want you to. Um, know that we love you guys and hope that you have an awesome day today and just remember to keep God first and um, your life will be a lot easier. Amen. Alright guys, love you guys. Have an awesome day. Alright, love you guys. Have an awesome, blessed, amazing day. Be blessed.